0: No, you're fine. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Bomb Squad. I'm writer director Andrew Hada and I am here with my co host, Joshua Whitney. Did you like the stark realism and intense claustrophobia of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Well, too bad because we're reviewing Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. This week on the Bomb Squad, part of a uh, Texas Chainsaw Month. Now let me do one for part three. Hey, there's a part three of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> and we're reviewing it, I guess. All part of the Texas Chainsaw Week Month on the Bomb Squad. Here. Oh, Texas Chainsaw Year. That's a sequel to Texas Roadhouse Massacre.
1: You, you could watch... If you watch one a month, you would get a full year out of it, right? No,
0: there's, there's like, only eight. There's uh, nine, I think.
1: Well, you start throwing in the shitty like Rob Zombie ones, and then.
0: Yeah, if you, I mean, if I watch any movie and say it's a Texas Chainsaw movie, I probably could do one a day. If I mean, if it's
1: sure. about chainsaw killer
0: family, who Devil's Rejects isn't about chainsaw killer family, idiot. They don't ever use a chainsaw. Yeah, they do. Don't you use your brain for once in your life? They kill the
1: very first guy with a chainsaw, and then no, they, they kill him with a hammer. Later.
0: They kill him with a big hammer.
1: The, the boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Hey, yeah, they like saw off his body.
0: Listen, I'm not as well versed in the rough Zombie films as you are.
1: I saw that movie once, 15 years ago.
0: Once a day for the last two years, so. <laughs> Okay, so guys, welcome. We are talking Texas Chainsaw 3, Leatherface. We we no, watched the you got it. it's, R. It's
1: it's Leatherface Colon Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3.
0: We watched the R-rated cut on HBO Go because honestly, what's the difference? Uh Josh, will you explain to us Um the plot of Texas Chainsaw 3? Leatherface. Also, actually,
1: I should take this moment to say I was overly harsh on two and saying it was just a remake of the first one that wasn't that original. Because compared to three, it's very original. Because part three is just.
0: Also, a walk- do it from the point of view of the armadillo once again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess I just got ran over by a car and that's the end of the movie.
0: No, the, the synopsis would be. Two idiots get what they deserve. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, it's just it's two people and then a couple more people, and then they're terrorized by the family, and then some of them
0: die. Surprisingly, not enough. Um, okay, yeah, so this movie was made in 1990. It was directed by... Jeff Burr, but he was fired a few days into it. So who knows who directed this movie? Uh, it stars Kate Hodge, the great Kate Hodge, who did a great job, and it stars Ken Forey the great Ken Foree, who he we is all great love, in this from like, Dawn of the Dead. I mean, he's Both great of in general. Yeah, yeah, Ken Forey's a, a great man, and also Viggo Mortensen in an unexpected role. He plays Tex because this movie is from in Texas. Also, this is the only movie that wasn't filmed in texas i was filmed in los angeles also um it was supposed to be the start of a trilogy but that didn't work it is i do like one of the trivias is like this is the worst performing um texas chainsaw movie until the next texas chainsaw movie <laughs> it's like okay first of all at this point there had only been two you don't need to make this like you don't need to say this and also it's second part. That's not even that big a deal if the next one was worse. Um, Yeah. Yeah. This was supposed to, this was heavily edited for X ratings in the movie. And um, so we saw the rated R version. Uh, From what I read, there's not that big a difference between them other than gore. And like, I don't care. I mean, as long as the story's intact. And then uh, Ken Forey was famously supposed to die, and he does die in the movie, but they brought him back, and he does come back in the movie. Um, So, yeah, his name is Benny, and my dog's name is Benny. He was my favorite character. So, Joshua, what did you think of Leatherface hashtag Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3?
1: Hashtag Die Dark Man Die. That's the full title.
0: I feel like Die Dark Man Die should be instead of Electro... Like, the Googaloo. Electric Googaloo. Yeah, oh, yeah, that one's so played much... out. But Die Dark Man Die, <laughs> that right. one's also great.
1: I wasn't a fan. <laughs> it was...
0: Here, here's I the mean, thing. Okay,
1: there, there is there is a good I- there's good ideas in it, and I actually think if you made it about Ken Forey as the protagonist rather than the two. They are very annoying. You can't.
0: I will say that I really there. liked the first the the main characters, especially Kate Hodge. No, she like actually is- like
1: because she kind of comes into it. It's that they make the guy so annoying, but not like annoying in the way. You know how the uh, part two opens. See, I don't understand how you're two- saying he's
0: annoying. He doesn't even talk. <laughs> Like if I had to describe this character, I would not be able to, but annoying would not be his characteristic. And like the yeah. only time he's annoying is when he gets murdered, which I feel is justified.
1: We are talking about her brother then, right? The guy with the glasses. Yeah. Because he kind of complains the whole time about how nothing is going right. But it's like
0: I think that I didn't I didn't find that annoying because I've driven through Texas and I also complained the whole time because <laughs> it's fucking miserable.
1: But um yeah, it's like she she does kinda well when she's on her own and then when when Ken Forey comes in as like the guy who can actually fight back in a way, I was like, Oh, that's an interesting like way. They to are to a couple, it.
0: Jesus. Neither of oh, us so, paying attention. So
1: you weren't paying attention. I was right.
0: Well, to be fair <laughs> who cares Um, yeah Well. okay well let's let's get started the the first thing i did like was opening crawl is back to being at least somewhat short and kind of creepy but they also did this thing where they said that like the cook was caught and killed and uh and so they they blamed all the murders on the cook and said that leatherface was just one of his personalities which is Like, I think that's interesting that that's how they would play it. And that's how they got off. And also, that's why Leatherface is evil. But then I realized that this is probably a sequel to the first one. Yeah, it clearly blows up in the second one. Yeah, this
1: is like, I mean, it's kind of like every Halloween movie is just a sequel to the first one. It's like, this is just a sequel to, it pretends the second one didn't happen, essentially.
0: What if they're like Vietnam vet Choprin? chapas was convicted of this part like that was his real name <laughs> chapas instead of thomas it's chapas uh thompson um yeah i think that was interesting and then like yeah they cut to this couple i guess uh played by kate hodge and some guy and uh um, i thought they were interesting like you know the last three movies other than stretch like stretch has some personality but she kind of isn't in it enough to really have personality. But but what I liked is like
1: the, the two guys are like in the, in the, in part two, the two like rude teams are so ridiculous that you're like, all right, this is what the movie is. And then this one, they're kind of realistically like bickering the whole time. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Cause they've broken up. It was so
1: subdued. Well, no, they, they say like they're, they're, they're going to break up because they're like leaving to different. Yeah. This trip is like their
0: last, their last, uh, but
1: but he's already bitter about about it and she's like "Well, let's make the best of it but i can kind of see it's like well why would you want to go on a road trip with your ex
0: yeah think about it this way you were dating beautiful kate hodge and she's broken up with you (laughs) and now you have to drive across texas (laughs) For like two days to Los Angeles, and you're not gonna be bitter about that. I don't think so, buddy. Well, hey, not, not only that, Ryan, but you're in the clear, buddy. I agree with you. You're doing at the
1: very time. first stop, uh, she's immediately being hit on by a, a much more attractive Vigo Mortensen, and like the guy's like getting pissed. You know, it's like this. This guy has a bad time of it. But
0: yeah, that guy is. This movie should be called Ryan's Worst Day because <laughs> his day starts shitty and it ends shitty. Um, yeah, and then it cuts to like. Two sisters who have been murdered, or and it shows like Leatherface like peeling off their face to show to make a mask, and it's like okay, this movie taking itself more seriously than the first yeah, one. Yeah, and it
1: even has like um, it has like the police like digging dead bodies out of a pit and describing how bodies become corrosive. It's kind of one of those things where it's like you're showing a lot here. (laughs) It's like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Also, none of this really comes into play later. Yeah. It's Um, it's just,
1: it seems very like, hey, we had the, here's the special effects to show how gross it is. But it's not really suspenseful. It's just like, here it is. It's happening. Because it did nothing build up to it. It's just like, yep. Yeah. Gross. And then Um,
0: like, you don't know those girls. And I thought that he killed, I thought it was just one girl and he just murdered her. But then you find out that there was another girl and she's still alive later on. Yeah, and they
1: kind of, I mean, and that's kind of where it's like, I feel like this movie like had some interesting setups and it kind of squanders a lot of them. Because um, like that girl only exists later long enough to be like, I got away from and I've been living out here for like weeks. Oh, no, I died a minute yeah. later. And it's just like, She does
0: do the thing in 1917 where she's like, hey, here's a lighter. You'll probably use this. She goes, here, lighter, achievement unlocked. (laughs) (laughs) And and Benny's like, got it. Um, Yeah, I feel like, okay, so I like the characters. I like Kate Hodge a lot. I think she does a good job. But even Kate Hodge, even Benny, who's played by Ken Forey, they're all like, they're all introduced as more interesting characters than they end up being. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the girl is kind of introduced as this... um, She's like a pacifist and she doesn't think anyone should be murdered. And so you're like, okay, well, I know where this is going. But I feel like you, my morals, like I'm also pacifist and I don't think any, anyone should be murdered. But I feel like if someone's going to eat my face and try to steal my face to wear my face, I'm going to call that justifiable cause and they're going to get murdered to death. <laughs> like that's not a moral, it's not a moral quandary when he, the alternative is me getting eaten. And they're gonna wear my face as their face. That's just like that's just collateral damage, baby. We don't got time for moral dilemmas in Texas.
1: Yeah, it's it's and they kind of they they play that up like a little bit too much. Uh, they, there's a lot of chances for them to just shoot them, and then finally they do, and you're like, yeah, that was the right call. I don't know why this was even <laughs> like a question. You know?
0: Yeah, there's no. This isn't like a, oh, who's in the right here? It's like no, there's clearly. There's clearly someone in the wrong, um, and like yeah, it starts off with them hitting an armadillo. Armadillo, I think it was very cool to bring the armadillo back. It's the only reason I'm mentioning this thing. <laughs> but yeah, so then they get to a gas station. They run into Viggo Mortensen um, in his best role, and he's he's like, I, I do like the idea because okay, so eventually, Again, he he, artist- like that
1: is an interesting character of this charming kind of Texas guy.
0: You know. You know what I think. One of the problems is, is um, we're trying not to do just plot summaries, so we're going to kind of be all over the place this time. Yeah. But I think one of the problems with this movie is there's just too many Sawyer's. <laughs> this there movie should is. have been called Leatherface
1: semicolon too many Sawyer's. There's, there's, I mean, spoiler alert, he's one of them. Um, but then there's spoiler also. Spoiler alert,
0: anyone who's in this movie who's not road tripping is a Sawyer. <laughs> Come on. Guys. He's, he's,
1: he's one of them. there's a creepy gas station guy. There's a, a slightly different creepy tow truck guy.
0: With a hook hand.
1: With a hook hand. Who's functionally the same as the gas station guy. They, they kind of are the same. Like they're kind of the hitchhiker from part one. Yeah, they were they're the both, same until they're the. They're both him.
0: I thought that the gas station guy and the hook hand guy were the same guy until the hook hand guy showed up after the other guy was <laughs> murdered.
1: Yeah, and they all—they both kind of look the same. And then there's, um, there's a mom who is a bad version of the dad, like the zombie dad. It's the mom who just has one of those voice boxes in her throat. Yeah. Oh, and this then movie the worst. really
0: went hard into, oh, if you're poor, you're evil.
1: And uh, the the worst is there's a little girl who's evil and plays with evil dolls
0: and stabs you. And it's like, no, see, I don't mind the concept of the little girl, but again, I feel like, yeah, the problem isn't that any of these people are bad. Like there's a, a scene where Tex and um, not gas station guy clearly have this weird dynamic where they seem to be almost twins, but Tex is trying to like separate himself from the pack and be like the leader. And he can't really do it. And I feel like that's an interesting concept, but they have so many characters that they can't play with it. Like the idea of now they're they're being kind of controlled by the mom is an interesting concept because it's like, oh, well, she's a woman and they're all kind of sexist guys.
1: The idea of having a little
0: kid Sawyer and how do you become a Sawyer when you're a child? Like is she related to them? Did they just steal her at one point? Like that's another interesting idea, but they never play with anything to the point where you want where you feel like you're satisfied.
1: Yeah, not not only do they like they not like some of them don't die and just don't show up again. At, like near the end of the movie. Like Just a little girl. You no, know, the other brother, the hookhand guy. Cause like Tex is like, I'm gonna go after him and he leaves that guy in the house and it's just like, Oh, they're just there. <laughs> like he's he you know? It's just, like it's a weird like
0: I thought Tex killed them. No, Tex shoots them with the with the gun when he shoots into the house. No, he. Oh yeah, even on Wikipedia it says and presumably Tinker. Yeah, he the, gets like he the gets clips as to what happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very like they they have so many that they kind of lose track of them, and they never like and then because later at the end where she's like, "I made it," and it's like walking away in the sunset. It's like well. Did you go back and like take care of the other ones who might be hunting you? <laughs> this is, like
0: yeah, they also do that a lot where they're like, they're like, oh, we're safe even though we've just kind of kicked the the Sawyer guy who's attacking us. We're not going to double check as to what <laughs> happens next. Like, no, you guys should definitely like cut off their heads or something. Also... Okay, well, and before we go on, let's just say that uh, Benny is like a. He's like another driver that they run into and he's supposed to be like a weekend warrior type guy. You assume that he's been in war, but also you assume that he was not very good at it. Cause he's not very good at saving <laughs> anyone or shooting his gun. Or... Like I love he Ken Pory, but man, his character I was do, incompetent uh, s- at everything. See what I do
1: like though, is that like the few times he actually pulls through it kind of like, like they, they essentially, he has like a gun and he gets it halfway through the movie and he mows them down. And it's like, man, it kind of shows how like completely ineffectual they are if someone has any form of self defense.
0: <laughs> well, and that that scene is weird because like yeah, he goes to the house and he shoots them, but he's also trying to save Kate Hodge, and it's like this is not a good way to. Like, but he, but he just shoots blindly. into the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... <laughs> shooting blindly into the building is not the way to save. Yeah. someone. Also, like okay, so there's a scene where he finds the kids, he kind of rescues them. He they, they convince them that there's a killer families, and then he goes. To his car and then that's when the, the tow truck guy that's when he's introduced and he's like oh I'll give you a tow let me help you out and then he finds like a chainsaw in the back of his thing so he realizes he's evil and then Ken Hodges like the, the tow truck guy is like standing there and then Ken uh, Ken Forey's like okay let me go to my car give me 15 seconds and then he like gets out his rifle and he starts loading it and then he's like okay here it is and then like the guy's like are you almost done He's like 15 more seconds. And then, like, the guy gets in his car, turns on his car, starts driving it towards Ken Forey. It's like, Ken Forey, how many bullets do you think it takes to kill this dude? Just shoot him and then come back for <laughs> yeah, your bullets. Like he's, he's trying to load every lot. single bullet. Yeah. And then he loses like a bunch of them. It's like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. You should have shot him once in the head and then come back for it. Or at least shot him once and then you could have loaded more. It doesn't matter. Just shoot him. Just shoot him right away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's also i don't it's very like it's they they do leatherface is different in this too we haven't even really talked about him but and
0: i was gonna say that's why i think it's a sequel to part one because he like one of leatherface's main things is he now has like a leg brace and i feel like that's to justify how he got cut in part one but if oh, yeah. we're really going off of part two he got gutted <laughs> he got gutted in the belly
1: yeah, which is why I think they're just essentially saying that didn't happen. But, no, it's it's weird, too, because in the first one and in the second one, he, even though he is, like, the main, you know, antagonist in a way, he's always kind of at the control and the mercy of the family. But in this one, he's a lot more like, oh, he kind of does what he wants and, like, even, like, he, like, beats up the other family members and stuff. It's, it's a weird, it's like a weird thing that kind of seems very like oh you kind of flipped it but not in a way that showed you're thinking about it just in a way where you're like oh he's a big tough guy you know what i mean And see it
0: doesn't make sense because like the whole point of leatherface being servient to his family is that he's not as i mean because he's so big that he could literally kill them at any point and that's like his one weak spot where if you make him stronger and like more and Alpha he's like dominating his
1: over his family and yeah, it's like well then yeah. he's just then, then he's just why hasn't like, he
0: killed him already you know like yeah he, and he all, we,
1: he, we should also he say has the he, tools he gets a chrome golden chainsaw at one point in the movie and it's a very jason x moment where you're like don't
0: yeah and it says the that. his family <laughs> on the side which again it's like this make like i don't know in this one, other than Viggo Mortensen and his twin brother, or whoever that guy is, um, they don't really feel like a family. They just feel like a collection of people who live together. Which, again, would have been interesting. Like, oh yeah, at this point, the Sawyer families are pretty much dead, so they just kind of collect crazy people.
1: Yeah, no, like an implication. But they don't really play with
0: it, you know? Yeah,
1: no, I agree. And it's like
0: I, there's a scene where. Uh, also this is not that scary but we can talk about that later. there's a scene where uh he, kate hodge like gets to the house and she um she like meets the daughter and then the daughter's like look are the little girl and the little girl's like look at my doll and the doll like has a kid's skull as the the doll head and then she stabs kate hodge and i was like this is an interesting scene because this is the first scene that we see where there seems to be like some kind of like we're we're not we're learning things with a character as as opposed to just being told stuff or just not being told stuff, which happens a lot. Like we're just supposed to assume things, and then also then text comes out and he's like, "Ha, I was I was part of it the whole time." And it's like I thought you were supposed to be part of it the whole time. <laughs> See, <and laughs> he I, looks I like a serial like, killer.
1: I mean, yeah, and I assumed he would be, but at the same time, I was like, "Well, it would have made more sense if he." Led her to the house. It's just weird that he's like, "Hey, I tricked you, and now I'm done tricking you." I don't know. It's yeah. It's like this movie just kind of squanders all of its reveals. Like, to, to yeah, and that's
0: what I feel too. It's like a weird, and maybe it's the the fact that this movie was like heavily edited and in, in post production, really but up, yeah, yeah. And like I said, it might have been gore, but maybe it was the structure because yeah, it just feels like it's going from one place to the other to the point where I don't think. That it kind of ruins the pacing of anything. Like I said, that scene where he meets a little girl like takes its time, and you like you slowly find out that the little girl's crazy, which you already suspect anyway. I mean, but it's, it's a you kind of bit, like yeah. um, it, kind of like gives you like the or it rewards you for being patient. And no other scene is like that. Like in a bunch of other scenes, the the idea is good, but the execution. It's kind of like we were talking about that scene in Mortal Kombat with Kung Lao where. He's like, he has his hat and he's like waiting for the girl, but you needed the other scenes of him being like,
1: not sure. And like it, yeah. once. Yeah.
0: And it's like in this one, like, okay, so the boy, the brother or the boyfriend and Kate Hodge are, um, uh, they're changing their tire and they have to like tighten the screws and Kate Hodge has like a light and she's like looking, but there's no reason for her to be looking like, we don't know any noises or she doesn't hear any noises. But then she keeps looking, and eventually she sees Leatherface because, like, oh, he snuck up on her. But, like, it's not even that good because it's just, like, it's done so quickly and so oddly, like, the way it's shot. Like, they cut too much. And with a film, like, with a sequence like that, you almost are not supposed to cut as often. Like, you're supposed to see her, see what she's looking at, and then see her, see what she's looking at. And then see her, see what she's looking at, and this time Leatherface is there.
1: Yeah, like, you're building, yeah, no, and then there's very, like...
0: But in this one, it's, like, cutting, like, to the wide and to, like, the... It's, it's, it's too much.
1: They, all, they There's also, I did notice, too, like, I was like, this had to be some weird editing thing, and maybe it was just for, like, gore, but um, essentially, when everything's going to hell and everyone's running away from, like, Leatherface, um, he kind of kills both the girl from the very beginning of the movie like she tells her backstory she dies and then the girl's bo- uh, Dodge's boyfriend like within like a like a very quickly close together and very just like oh it kind of happened move on like there was no like
0: well he's not dead yet but yeah I understand what you're saying and here's the thing okay so like they said like Benny gets away they're all they all kind of separate and that's when benny meets the other sister that we didn't realize was another character (laughs)
1: yeah and
0: uh and so they're running away and like she's telling him like oh yeah we got caught too and i'm hiding from leatherface but i can't run away because their network is large and uh then she gets killed and the boyfriend gets caught in like within two minutes and spoiler alert they're the only people who get killed in the whole movie that aren't sawyers so it's like this weird thing where it's like oh there's no more There's no more even murders anymore after this. It's
1: not even, and because I kind of feel like, I mean, say what you will about part two, and obviously I'm like mixed on it. Um, Ian, part one, it's like they all have very distinctive, like, oh, that's like a grisly murder, you know? And even if it's quick, it's like it sticks with you because of how they set it up, like when he just appears in the first one and like hits that guy in the head, you know? Yeah. Um, And in this one, they happen so quick. I was like, wait, did they just get killed? (laughs) Yeah. And I, well, and
0: that definitely was the cutting like when they kill the girl apparently it was going to show her head get chopped in half with a chainsaw and so now you just see leatherface like chainsaw her and then you see her scream and then you see leatherface covered in blood and so it's kind of like confusing as to what exactly i mean you know he killed her yeah But it's it's like it's not that gruesome or intense because it's been cut to shit
1: it's like it's like in another movie where we might some someday end up talking about it um the collector where he has all these very elaborate traps, but then half the people he just stabs in the stomach and you're like, Oh, that was very underwhelming.
0: <laughs> yeah. Silly. Yeah. Like, it's like, Oh, I just pulled out a gun and shot you. It's like, okay. Yeah. Should have done that, I guess. Um, yeah. And so like, and then like they bring the brother to the... I do like, I will say that even though this is now the third time we've seen it, The dinner scene continues to be the best scene in these movies. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Um, I mean, that's sure.
0: Yeah, so they capture Kate Hodge and then they nail her to the the wood chair. And I thought that that was pretty intense. I mean, we don't see it again because it's been cut to shit. You kind of get the idea more than other things. You and You so, see the
1: bottom of it. Yeah, like you yeah see this is the first time it, that yeah.
0: I was like, ooh.
1: Yeah, no, that, that is effective. And that's kind of one of those where it's like, okay, they're they're doing what they can with this.
0: so. And then they bring out the grandpa and he's finally been like mummified. He's like clearly dead. But I do like, and I do like that they're still, because they're like, why are you doing this? And they're like, we got to feed you blood. We got to feed blood to grandpa. And so they just get blood from a dead person. They pour it in his mouth and it's just like hanging out. Like that was grotesque and well done. Uh, then the mom comes out and she's like invalid and she has like a the voice box. She sounds like this. And then
1: um, several brothers enter the room. Yeah, and
0: then like fifteen brothers come out. It's like man, more like more like Texas Chainsaw. Time for you guys to move out of your mom's house. Am I right? Why are millennials killing the Texas Chainsaw massacres? Um,
1: um, yeah, it is very what I almost feel like what could have worked. Um, like better is because I mean I was like oh that's interesting that they're going after a survivalist because the other two movies are basically about them going after super helpless teens you know and and it'd be like oh it's cool if he's able to turn the tables and help this girl like also like learn how to fight back you know and it's like that's kind of what I thought they were going to do but the survivalist fucks up a lot and then she just kind of saves herself. Yeah, <laughs> so. I almost
0: like how bad Ken Foray is at doing this. I <laughs> like know, he but he it's never... like, I
1: really liked that character. He, I, he's a really good actor, so it's like, oh, come on, He's likable regardless it. of how incompetent <laughs> he is. Yeah. Sure.
0: Um, yeah, so then, like, and then they're doing the thing and they the little girl kills the brother. And it, I don't know, it's weird. It's kind of like the, like, I feel like this movie... Was a bit like that Freddy remake, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, where it went all in on the child molestation thing, where like yeah, there was some illusions, like in the last one, Leatherface fell in love, and there's always been this kind of illusion that the family likes little girls or teenage girls because Yeah, like a psychosexual horror component. Yeah, but yeah. this one like goes all in with the guys being outwardly gross, and then it has like the girl, the little girl killing people, and it's kinda like you guys you guys explained too much and now I don't I'm not having I'm not having fun and I'm not being challenged in any way. So this is just unsatisfying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because like if they had the same tone from two, then it'd be like kind of fun to see like the little girl and the mom. Or if they went all the way as part one and it was just like an intense, I don't know if I would have liked it, but I do know that it at least would have been like, oh shit, this this is like gruesome. But it's, like, somewhere in between where it has that, like... It's very straightforward as far as the movie. And it's also not, like, intense enough or silly enough to go one way or the other. So yeah, it's very... Just kind of like, yeah,
1: you're not really... Yeah, because you're not scared I think that's the problem. Is like, the first one's legit scary and the second one's, like, legit ridiculous. It's, like, it doesn't really want to go either direction. I don't know. It, it's, yeah.
0: Like, in the last one, if they gave Leatherface a chrome thing that said Saw's family that would fit right in line, but in this one it just feels out of place. It's like, where'd yeah. you guys get the money for that?
1: <laughs> they also we did, we didn't mention it, but they also have like a Sawyer mobile now, where it's a truck covered in skin. <laughs> it's oh like, yeah. It's like, what's, what's the point of this?
0: I just want to do like we always talk about the short films that we film based off of these things, and I want to do them having to take that truck to the Jiffy Loop. <laughs> <laughs> do the oil chain The guys like it's still gonna be 128 dollars. and then leatherface is like oh, and i'm the crazy one <laughs> i do i do <laughs> when i'm
1: mugging towards the camera yeah
0: <laughs> i wanted to give i want my leatherface to be very donald duck or daffy duck um but yeah i mean and like i think if there's any good from this movie it's going to be the acting. Everyone does a good job, even the annoying boyfriend. The mom does a good job. Even the little girl. I mean, I don't really like children in films, but um, the little girl does a good job. I believed her as a little psychopath, and I think she did everything she needed to do. And Viggo Mortensen, obviously. Even the other two that aren't really in it enough and just kind of hang around. Um, they they all do a good job. I don't think anyone does a bad job. Yeah, and
1: that's, I think that's what's more frustrating is that the actors aren't like the issue you know and like they all kind of like like bring it it's just more like the editing and like the story is just so all over the place you know
0: yeah and like the editing and the second one was kind of all over the place or the pacing and the second one's all over the place but at least it's like it's so zany and weird <laughs> that you're invested the whole time where in this one it's so easy to like kind of zone out because you're never surprised as to what's going to happen next you know
1: yeah, like, you're never like there's there's never a moment where suddenly um Dennis Hopper shows up with three chainsaws to chainsaw duel anyone. You're just yeah, like, oh, exactly. She's gonna run away in the woods for a while and <laughs> then struggle. Yeah, it's like you, you you saw the first time with the first movie, but better, you know.
0: Yeah, like there's a scene where when uh, when Benny like meets the sister after she he's like, Oh, I'm gonna go save this girl. And the <laughs> sister's like, Oh, I'm just gonna stay here. And she, like, throws him a lighter, and that's the only thing she had. And I was like, okay, well, I don't think Benny's going to die. I, you're clearly going to die. Like, why wouldn't you go with him? So it didn't make sense from, even, like, from a logical standpoint. It doesn't really make sense in terms of the movie, because she's supposed to be, like, really scared. And so it just, like, you just know that this character's going to get killed in, like, two minutes. Yeah,
1: which is also, she, t- she, she saves him by, like yelling at Leatherface to like chase her you know and I yeah. and it, they almost imply for like the first you know like minute there that she is kind of like the uh the Jurassic Park 3 the
0: his character's name is nuke is the person the, you're looking
1: for the tough kid no I'm I'm only referring to Jurassic Park 3 well you should um, refer to nuke where the kid the okay. kid isn't scared and he's, he's he's been surviving for so long he's like not scared yeah. of the dinosaurs as much and it's like well why would she be terrified alan
0: grant that's
1: because she, she even kind of laughs at leatherface as he's chasing her it's like oh she's gone kind of crazy from having to like survive out here but then not really like after that she's just the kind ian of, malcolm he wasn't in part three. Is
0: that who you're talking about?
1: You're thinking of a. Uh, I was gonna say the name of. <laughs> why, uh, am I, why
0: am I derailing my own podcast?
1: What's the what's what's his name in the Lost Kingdom? It's something stupid.
0: It's uh, it's Guns McGunnerson. I don't know who anyone's <laughs> yes. name. <is> in anyone's. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, they implied that she's been alive, like she's been surviving in the forest. Which which is because the she, and
1: she meets a survivalist guy, so you're like, oh, they'll be the ones to, like, help each other. But then she's just like, no, I'm too scared of that I died, you know?
0: Yeah, it also would have been more interesting, like, I like Kate Hodge, but I feel like the sister character was more interesting. She had, like, a reason, she had revenge at that point, where the Kate Hodge didn't at, at that point in the movie. Yeah. And so... There, were, there had to be a reason why she was hanging around. But no. She literally just dies like two seconds later. Yeah.
1: It's,
0: <laughs> she dies from editing. <laughs> just, she dies. Death by Final Cut. She, she um,
1: poochies her way back to her home planet. Yeah,
0: yeah everyone in this movie is poochied to death.
1: <laughs> uh, and yeah. So,
0: yeah, I feel like that's how the whole movie feels. Where it's like... <sighs> I feel like there is not like you've cut out too much of this movie for it to be interesting but also even if you added stuff back i feel like it still wouldn't be that interesting it would just be like a a an 80s or 90s like early 90s remake of texas chainsaw with Beagle mortensen
1: i did like uh the one line where basically uh ken Forey is fighting Beagle mortensen and he's like, "What's wrong with y'all?" And he's like, huh, "Gotta eat." He's like, "What's wrong with pizza?" I do looks <laughs> like at He goes, "I don't like pizza." <laughs> <laughs> it's such a stupid
0: lie. <laughs> See, yeah. but that—if like, it had been more like that, yeah, I, no, know, I, like
1: I, it. I enjoyed it. It was Futs And then he burns him to death. We actually didn't mention like pizza, but he does—he does actually have another good competent moment and then he covers Vigo Mortensen with gasoline and then burns him to death.
0: Well, see, is is Benny competent because Vigo Mortensen has been doused in gasoline? It's true. He and kind of stuff. fell
1: into it himself and then... He
0: wanted, and then Benny takes out his lighter and he goes, uh-huh. Time for you to be pizza. I don't remember what he says. But then he throws the lighter and it doesn't hit Vigo Mortensen. It hits like the gas behind oh, Viggo Mortensen. the
1: trail leads up to him. Yeah. yeah. Which like, it's like, it oh man, dramatic. if Viggo Mortensen...
0: Yeah. Had just taken two steps to the left, <laughs> the sand would have like stopped the gasoline. He would have been a hundred percent fine. Oh yeah, I don't know what happens to the little girl. I think I guess she just disappears from the movie. Yeah, <clears throat> which is weird. It's like why introduce his character?
1: I actually, I was thinking, and again, I, this movie and. They wouldn't do this, especially because all these movies get like rated X before they like get edited down. But, like, it should have just showed her going back to the house and executing the the remaining Sawyer's, including the little girl. You know, just to be like
0: fuck <laughs> Kate best. Hodge. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, also it was I think yeah it was the eighties, so like RoboCop two is just killing kids indiscriminately in their movie, <laughs> um, and that's by the good guy. But uh, no, actually it's RoboCop two who does it. He's also not only is RoboCop two the name of the movie, it's the name of the the antagonist named RoboCop two. But yeah, okay, so yeah, I think one of the things about this is that I'm a little bit disappointed because even part two, which I had my problems with, part one and part two they stick out. Like if you look at all the movies around them, and we've kind of talked about why they stick out for their time where this one just kind of felt like a million '90s horror films feel like this movie.
1: Yeah. It, it had the same kind of lack of energy that like remakes do now where you're just like, yep, that's all the stuff from the original, but you kind yeah. of did a cleaner version of it.
0: Yeah. Like, okay, you got all, you got all the, you hit all the points. Good job guys.
1: <laughs> so it's just, um, I don't know. And there, yeah. Cause, and I, I didn't even think cause, Uh, Last time we were talking about um, how, you know, Toby Hooper, the the last time he was directly involved was the second one, you know, when when he directed it. And Mm -hmm. you just see that lack of like style put into this one, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, there's like nothing.
1: Like he has this distinctiveness that I didn't really, I didn't realize until it was gone.
0: Right, right. And yeah, I think that that's what I'm kind of saying. Like the first two have their own style, or at least their own looks, and this one is is just there. It's just there for. Yeah. Okay, so, Josh, um, who?
1: Is the scariest member Who's of the family. Who
0: is the scariest member of the Soya family in Leatherface?
1: If they had done it right, it would have been Viggo Mortensen as Tex because, like a, a charming, attractive member who still lures people in, is interesting. But because he's kind of fucked up and it gets lost, it has to be Leatherface this time because he's like. Super powerful and the head of the family and he has a golden chainsaw and he can't be like tricked or reasoned with in this one in the way he could in the other ones.
0: Yeah, you know, and the sad thing is, is that I, oh, I, am going to say Leatherface too, but I also think the answer should be nobody. Like, I feel like it could have been any of them because they all had enough interest. Well, not the gas station guy, <laughs> but they all had enough of an interesting dynamic to them. Like, if you had done Tex and his twin brother and they had this weird, like, almost sexual weird relationship um, that I may be reading too much into, but um, that could have been pretty scary. Like they, like, trick people by, like, they're pretty much, like, one of them's being the wingman for the other one, pretty much. Yeah,
1: like, he's the, the good one, goal, the other one's the bad one. Yeah,
0: Yeah, the goal is murder. That could have been interesting. The little girl could have been interesting. Even the mom, like, being head of the household could have been interesting but none of them really are. So you kind of just fall on the guy who's wearing another guy's face as default. Yeah. This, so, the strong
1: chainsaw man who, yeah. <laughs>
0: he they should call the next one strong chainsaw man. It would have been more interesting. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I think that kind of shows the unoriginality in this one. I feel, and you know what? Like I said, the director was fired like right away. And so whoever took over, which speaking of which oddly enough, I just found out, there's a new movie coming out and the director was fired a week into it as well. So maybe that's a Texas chainsaw tradition, but, um, yeah, it, it just kind of feels, it just kind of feels like it's there to be there. Like new line cinema just had the rights and they're like, yeah, just, just make it when it's also like new line cinema. At this point in the nineties, you had the rights to Jason Freddie and Leatherface. And you only did Freddie versus Jason? What's wrong with you? Um, But yeah, I don't know. Not that good. Not that good? I think the acting was great. Ken Flory, you did a good job. Uh, Kate Hodge, always great. Miguel Mortensen, surprisingly good turn from you. I don't think he's ever done anything else that I I know of. (laughs) Um, And so even like the guys who aren't in it, like the little girl, the, the gas station attendant they all do a good job and i feel like there's there was a story there even if it had been may, maybe it was original. just
1: edited to hell too because it also seems like a very short movie so.
0: so yeah so next week uh we are at the end of our first season of the bomb squad so we're going to go out with a bang and by bang i mean another texas chainsaw movie <laughs> So I, we'll be doing... I
1: hear my I've, I've not seen this movie, but my prediction is that this one is also a loose direct sequel to the first one that pretends two and three didn't happen and plays out similarly to part three. I could be way yeah. off. I've never seen you're one.
0: in for quite a surprise. A good uh, surprise the next one is the one with. Uh, what's the different? What's the opposite of a good surprise? <laughs> um. This is the one with Matthew McConaughey, the governor of Texas, and Renee Zellweger, the princess of Texas. Um, So, yeah, we go back to Texas next week. And then we're going to take a little break because Andrew has to do some filming of his own. Um, And also remember that my short feature film, Empty Space, is playing in the Columbus, Ohio Theater in Columbus, Ohio for the Horror Hotel Film Festival. The first week of June. So come out and support if you can. And if you feel comfortable now that Joe Biden has screwed over the entire country. Also, uh, like and subscribe our stuff. It's really helpful. And we'll see you guys next week.